Thank you for joining us for the Character Collective, the podcast where writers talk about writing of the words and our characters share their thoughts. We are Christy and Kai, unprofessional writers making a podcast because our characters made us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad you stopped by and we hope you have some fun with us. Sit back and enjoy or do whatever you need to do. Maybe, I don't know, go get a drink, go get drunk first. It can only help. We'll have new episodes coming out every Wednesday. So favorite, like, follow, subscribe, whatever your platform does. And also don't forget to share. So do all the things. Right, let's do this. Okay, what have you been up to the last week? Okay, so this week I've done, I've been outlining this week. I've done the outline for the recording for my uni project. So I'm going to be recording the audio for Solandra's letters. Um, and just, it was originally her letters and now it's some magical audio transference <laughs> object, MacGuffin, um, whatever. <laughs> it's magic. I can get away with it. <laughs> so some of it's going to be letters and some of it is like her on the run sending you messages about what's happening while something's nice. happening. So that's going to be, you know, sound effect heavy and fun. So that's going to be good. So I've just done the outline for those. Yeah, Next cool. week I should be sitting down and actually recording all of those. So that will be, that'll be a lot of fun, hopefully. Yeah, it will. It will. Oh, it will. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially if the characters develop in it and, like, start having conversations. with. Well, this is the thing. I've never explored her point of view, so all of it is. Mm. Probably why it's yeah. really exciting. So that'll be good. I'm actually really looking forward more to putting the audio stuff, like the sound effects and the background sound. <laughs> It'll be good. <laughs> what about your other other assignment? Um, so Escape from Sherwood finally has a natural name instead of just Hood and Hook. Nice. Um, so Escape from Sherwood, that's been outlined as well. Cool. So I've outlined the scenes from that um, and I've started writing the script. So the first scene is all done. So I'm having to out, uh, do the actual script basically as soon as I've finished the outline for that scene because of the way that uni needs it submitted. I don't know. Instead of doing the outline and then the script, mm. I don't know. But, yeah, so that's it's getting done, which is excellent. Yeah, it sounds like you got a crap load done this week. Yeah, I didn't think I did, but now, like, when I sat down to actually look at it, I was yeah. actually really happy with the amount that I did. Hells yeah. It, um, Escape from Sherwood started at a different point than I thought it would. I thought it would have started a lot earlier in the story um, and sort of set up what the character was doing, but it started sort of in the middle when she was in their process of trying to smuggle stuff out of one of the castles. Yeah. So it was, yeah, which I think was a good point. You know, start, start in the middle of the action and, you know, what they say. So, yeah, it just it felt natural to go into that scene. Yeah, and if, I mean, if it expands, like, after uni too, if it expands around it, you've got plenty of room to move either direction by the sounds of it, so. Yeah, exactly. That's geared. It was a great introduction to the character. It was immediately showing what she's mm. doing, you know, what she's about, why she's doing stuff. Is she talking to you? Like. No, I'm more seeing the story happening like a movie. Yeah, yeah. So instead of connecting directly to the characters, I'm, I'm watching it happen and then I'm writing that down. And that That's could be because nice. I'm writing it as a script. True. 
But um, after this uni unit is done, I do want to rewrite it as uh, like a novel. So it'd be yeah. interesting seeing it then. <laughs> Open the floodgates. <laughs> <laughs> Let it flow. Don't say that. Shh. They'll hear you. <laughs> Don't let them know I'm awake. <laughs> Don't invite them in. They'll never leave. That's the real horror story. <laughs> oh my God. What have you been up to this week? I think you've had a big week. Uh, I have. I have. It, kind of an up and down week, but overall, yeah, I did well. I did well. Um, so the <laughs> Narcissus series just doubled. So not not more words, but I kind of like was I don't even know what prompted it, but I was looking at my word counts in the NASA books and going, they're really big. Like for YA sci-fi, they're they're quite big. YA sci-fi, you're normally looking at sixty to ninety, and I know that you know you, word count. Don't worry about it too much. You just rock forth, and what it is is what it is. Um, but it's always good to be kind of aware. And the fact that I had the first one was 115,000, the next one was like 120,000, the next one was 130,000. I'm like, you know what, this is getting a little too intense. Um, so I kind of had a look at them and realised that for every book, I, there was kind of a very distinct place where I could split it in two and where it still, each part still met the story circle. So, for example, for, for Nasa Earth, they're pretty much the halfway point I could close it off and go, you know what, that's a single book. And then they do the next section of their experience without spoilers. Um, and so, like, I split it up. And then, yeah, I was looking at the other ones and I was like, oh, crap, wait. <laughs> so I haven't written three books. I've written six. That's very yeah. good. That instantly I makes you know. feel, like, much more accomplished. I just I just, up, I just, doubled my book count. Um <laughs> So, oh, so now you have, to, you have to come up with new titles now for that extra. So I've gone with, um, at this stage, I've gone with NASA Earth Book 1 and then I've gone uh, NASA um, Starship, which is Book 2, because that's mm -hmm. the, the basically their flight from Earth to the Moon. Uh, then I've got NASA Moon Book, like A, NASA Moon B. I've got to work those ones out. <laughs> yeah, they've got to have a look at some, some moon-themed Exactly, they've all got to have very specific names now. But um, so so at the moment I'm I was writing book three, which is now I'm now writing book five. Um, so that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, where'd book four go? So that's that's good. Um, got uni, you know, kind of on top of that, and which is great. And I actually had a, a day the other day where I got my headset on and I sat down and I wrote words and I managed to bang out like. Um, 5,500 words, having not done sprints for a while. So I was pretty damn stoked about that. And and That's now, awesome. yeah, I know, right? And now editing for the first NASA book, because it is now half the size it was, I'm almost done. <laughs> so that <laughs> makes me really happy. What a great way of, um, yeah, bumping up yeah. your progress. <laughs> That's it. Because I've got those extra books already done, it means that I can do more of a rapid release yeah, that's kind of it's sort of the same amount as work as you were doing before. Yeah, exactly. I'm not writing any more words. I'm just making more books. <laughs> well, it sounds like they're more in line with the word count for the genre. So that, that's really good. Did you have any, like, um, you know, anything that got in your way this week? Any challenges or anything else? That um, you wanna... Just myself. I've had a probably a bit of a down week where I felt disconnected with everything. Mm -hmm. So actually trying to into the headspace to doing these 
Um, yeah. And the fact that I know it's, it's, I have to do them for uni, I think I rebel a lot against what I have to do. So yeah. <laughs> it's, um, that's, yeah. But no, got through it and it's all, it's all good stuff. It's all good. I'm really happy with what I actually came up with. So I'm happy. Yeah, definitely. So we're looking at music and muse, the songs that have inspired themes and characters, theme songs for characters and books, and book playlists. The way music can just, like, mess with your head and your heart and your soul and produce scenes and books. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've had I've heard just, like, listening to songs that I've listened to a million times before. Mm. And just for some reason on that particular day, a, a full scene will just, like, start playing. Like yeah. like I'm watching a movie and it's the music that's playing over the scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same. I've I've kind of had scenes in my mind and then suddenly gone, oh wait, that's not that. That's actually another scene and then a whole new scene <laughs> plays out. So it's like, wait, what what? So that, that usually happens if I go looking for a music to put to a scene. Suddenly it's like the music's like, wait, no, no, I don't want to go on that scene. I want to go on this one. <laughs> one of the earliest ones that I remember of hearing a song and seeing a scene was the song Alone by Heart. Yep. So sing it for me. I am not singing for you. You can look that shit up. There is no amount of money that would make you be sing. Oh, I'll yeah. sing if you give me alcohol, but just probably not on here. <laughs> no, I sing in my car on my own mm-hmm. very loudly and that's my outlet. No, I can't sing it in front of people. I wouldn't do that to people. So mean. So I would. I don't care about people enough. Um, <laughs> but I'll sing really randomly. Like I'll have my headphones in when I'm going for a walk or something, and I'll just start singing along. And if somebody goes past me, they're gonna freaking hear it. And I'm like, eh, whatever. You should have your own headphones in on if you don't want to hear me. Um, <laughs> or you the hear me like I've done it in the supermarket. I've been like singing along, and I'm like, oh yeah, wait, people. Um, so if I'm aware, <laughs> I'll sing. And in the shower, I'm a I'm big time shower singer. I do the singing of the things randomly, <laughs> and I don't much yeah. care for other people's eardrums. I like yeah, it. I enjoy it. Yeah, I, but if I'm aware, yeah. I will not. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. That's good. I think you've got to be in a good mood to sing. Yeah, yeah. I do enjoy it. It's like dancing as well. It's like no, you don't need to see that, but I'll damn well do it. <laughs> that that one I will do if I have enough alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't need alcohol. I'll just no, I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably dance. Uh, rather, I will sing while I'm dancing. Yes. If I'm dancing, I'm like I don't care. Yeah. I'm clearly not caring, and yeah. I'll sing as I'm dancing, and I don't even <laughs> notice or care. But I'm just singing. Like karaoke is like a horror story to me. Oh, no. I've never done it. I've never done it. No, and I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with doing yeah. karaoke ever. I have um, one of my characters, Eli, has Mm -hmm. a playlist on my Spotify, which is his karaoke playlist. So even though I (laughs) won't do karaoke, my characters have a playlist that he would 100% do karaoke for. That's funny because I've got, like, Marcy Marcy sings. So Marcy's actually got a playlist of songs that she likes to sing. So I get that. (laughs) That is hilarious. And I've seen, I've seen, what's what's on Eli's karaoke playlist? Do you remember off the top of your head? Um, a lot of show tunes, yeah. and I'm pretty sure all of them are female characters. So yeah, nice. I know there's Candy Store from Heather's Musical. Yeah. 
Um, Dead Girl Walking, again, from the mm-hmm. Heather's musical. There is, oh, God, what's it called? There's songs from, like, the Mean Girls musical. <laughs> there's Candyman from yeah. Willy Wonka. Waylon is so, appreciating this immensely, I'm not going to lie. It's, I don't think it's even that eclectic. It's just a lot of different musicals. I love that because I haven't done um, – it's interesting because Waylon's playlist, he's got a couple – because, yeah, same thing. All well, my characters have playlists. Um, <laughs> I, have book, I have book playlists and character playlists. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, his playlist doesn't have a lot of um, a lot of show tunes, but it's funny that one of his traits is that he will sing show tunes. But it's mm-hmm. not because he necessarily loves them. It's because he has um, – I can't remember the actual terminology, but he, he, he basically has like an eidetic memory, but for sounds, not for, yeah. you, know, you know, images and whatnot. It's specifically for sounds. So he can hear a song once and he will remember remember the whole thing word for word. So he actually sings so, show tunes to piss everyone else off. So <laughs> <laughs> that is that is his thing. Like he loves it and he'll, he'll like, he will get in there and he'll be flamboyant and he'll like dance and everything. But he's not doing it so much because of his enjoyment of it, but because of his enjoyment of annoying everyone else. <laughs> uh, the mental image I got there was um, in The mm. Magician TV yes. series. Quinn yes. it, singing Shake It Off in the mental yeah. institution. Yeah. <laughs> that was all I got there. Huh? Waylon is slightly offended by that for some reason. <laughs> Only slightly. Oh, puppy. He just he, he believes that he's more Elliot and the style and the grace. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> and they also got a bit of like the whole only this chest is better than both. I'm like, calm down, son. Calm down. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's a werewolf. It is. It is. It. Yeah, because I just got a good look at it. It is. Um, yeah, well. It's my child. Come on. <laughs> she that was, makes the not really awkward. Yeah, no, right? Any of my kids doing anything is awkward. Like the first sex scene I ever wrote was so awkward because I felt like I was intruding. Yeah. And I just wanted to look away. <laughs> like, I don't want to see this. I don't want to watch. I don't want to write about it. Uh, standing in the corner of the room hiding your eyes taking notes yeah pretty much pretty much and the funny thing is because people that aren't writers don't necessarily get it and one of the one of the feedbacks I had from a family member mind you which was just like kill me now was (laughs) your fantasies are very interesting excuse me what (laughs) that's no, How just because we write about it does not mean that's our fantasy. Yeah, exactly. How do you make the leap from me writing what happened to my characters to it being my fantasy? Like, it, ew. It, the just characters are both male. <laughs> well, that one they weren't. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I had one of my friends publish a short story recently, Smut, hmm. um, and she was promoting it on social media, but, like, literally writing, if you're related to me, please don't read this. Yeah. Like, buy it, but don't read it. So if I actually know you, please don't read it. Don't look yeah. at me. I'll look you in the eyes at any point in the future. Don't read it. I don't want to ever see you for the rest of my life if you ever read this. That's why I'm like, all my smuts going behind a pen name. Yeah. Except for you. You're literally the only person that's read my smart that I can still yeah. look at because I'm like, you get it. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I still had to send you my smart first, so that was funny. Yeah. 
that's it. It's like, let's share each other's smart. And that's right, because I was like, you send me your smart before I send you my smart. <laughs> Show me yours and I'll send you mine. <laughs> oh my god, this is supposed to yeah. be about music. How did we get on the smart? <laughs> we need to we need to do a smart episode. We do have to do a smart episode. Um <laughs> now my brain's like, what's smart aside? Smart aside, like when like instead of homicide, smart aside. Yeah, smart smart aside. <laughs> it's the editing progress. Just take that out, take that out, kill that. <laughs> oh. Oh my god! Well, it started because mm-hmm. I was talking about a song. I never got to the description of the song. <laughs> I just went off on a full tangent. Eighty percent of that was music. True. We only segued mm. into smut right at the end. <laughs> just, oh my god! <laughs> Do you remember where you were before we like took the smut path? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the smut path less travelled. Yeah. Um, They'd have the smut, you know, oh, my God, I'm writing titles for books. Come on, stop it. <laughs> Based on songs. Do write them down. Take note. So the scene that I got from the song alone was um, in one of my standalone books, which is like a really rare occurrence these days. Uh, it was a serial killer slow dancing with their protege. Oh, I had the words of the song, like both of them are trying to figure out how to get each other alone to kill them. So um, it's. It's, it's very coherent in my brain, so I do intend to uh, write that one day. See, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. So that yeah. was a lot of fun. I think that was um, that was a Freddy Krueger sort of inspired character. So it's a, it's on my ever growing to do list. Tell me about one of yours. Okay, so there was a song that I heard. Man, it had the yeah, it complicated things. Um, so it's called Vampire Masquerade. And I'm pretty sure you sent it to me, actually. So this is all your fault. Um, (laughs) (laughs) On hearing that song, I had an image of two of my characters dancing. But one of them was not quite alive. (laughs) And that song, pretty much from memory, it was that song that made me kind of then get an image of this whole scene that led up to this kind of imagined dance where one of my characters had been kind of um, really kind of um, deaded and made dead. <laughs> and I didn't want that character to be deaded and made dead, but they were oh. deaded and it's your fault because you said the song to me. <laughs> I didn't kill them. Well, you kind of did because you sent the song. <laughs> and and it was and it was horrible and heartbreaking and then I went on a mission to save him <laughs> and that was all from a song so but I have um I, I always play uh music when I'm in the shower and I have shower epiphanies uh which are related to the music I'm listening to so quite often I'll I'll have the music going and I'm not paying attention and I'm just singing along to the music and suddenly I will get a scene or I'll get a thought and I'll just be like, what the? <laughs> or like, what? No, 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 really? Ah, crap. Um, and my, my friend has actually said a few times, he's like, it's hilarious listening to me because he'll hear me in there and then all of a sudden he'll just hear me like yell something out like, no. 
They're not bad ones too. Sometimes I have good ones. So I had um, um, Abracadabra by Stephen Millen Band. And I had a scene of my two characters who were secretly having rendezvous um, and they were kind of flirting with each other across the dance floor. Um, and it was just adorable and cute and delicious and so lovely. And I can't wait to write that scene. Anyway, oh. that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I'm looking forward to reading that one. Yes, yes. Because you know who, you know what, you know, uh-huh. you know all the things. All you know spoilers. all the spoilers. Yeah, you've got the spoilers. Yeah. You're my little spoiler book. <laughs> <laughs> if someone, seriously, if you were kidnapped and tied up and forced to spill the beans, like, seriously, there'd be no point in me writing because you could just tell them everything. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is a hilarious concept. <laughs> kind of is, isn't it? Should I write that down? Is that another book? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the full like misery sequel shit. <laughs> yeah. Get to you can't get to the writer, so you get to their bestie, yeah. and you're like, surely you know everything. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Tell me all the things. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so do you have more music? Like you got some other songs that kind of I, stand out, or yeah, I've got another couple which um did some scenes. The song Brandy. You're a fine yep. girl. Um, specifically the version that they use in Charlie's Angels where it's got Tom Green singing off key at the start of it. Um, so I've got a pirate captain as one of my characters uh, in one of my series. So that song and especially that part where Tom Green's singing, uh, yeah. I've, I've got Jack Brighthelm running up to the, the gates of a city um and sort of jumping onto the gates of the city and singing off key, just shouting up at the city singing. Um, so picture that because yeah, the 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 woman he's in love with is in the city, so he's just trying to yeah. express himself. So oh, yeah. Baby. It's really cute. So I also had the song uh called I Won't Give Up by Jason Norris. So when I first heard it, it has a very sort of a warp undertone mm-hmm. in this the music. So there's I've got a steampunk series, which is just revealing how many different series I have in my head. Mm. Just none of these are my main books. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's like steampunk uh, pirate sort of thing. So there's a, a doctor on board the ship, and that's uh, the main character in this. Um, and they have an assistant, which I've called Dove, or they call Dove. Um, and this scene has them dancing on the deck of the ship under the moonlight, but a very romantic y that song so it's just a sweet little scene uh, because mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah that song has a very well sound to it so immediately I yeah saw that that sweet dance what was the last um, one you have I kind of added this song to the Nasa Mars playlist thinking it was a song that was occurring between Jackson and another character but I knew that it didn't quite fit for the situation and then Share Epiphany. This song came on and I realised really, really quickly that this song actually represented a similar situation but for two other characters happening in a later book. So the song is Say Something by A Great Big World. So, yeah, as soon as I realised it was actually related to that part, that that scene actually developed really quickly. That is a really strong song though. It is, it is, and it's a really, really powerful scene. Oh, dear. (laughs) Uh, I think that's all I've got for music. Yeah, I think we should stop there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so shall we? Yes. Nanorama. All right, so I think 
probably start with an introduction to NaNoWriMo um, in case people don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So it is the uh, National Novel Writing Month. So NaNoWriMo has been around since 1999, which is just kind of crazy. And their first year they had like 20 people involved and now it's like just gazillions around the world. So what it is basically one month a year, so it's November every year, and people come together and all write a book at the same time. The, the target is to write 50,000 words over the one month and to, to write a complete book in that time frame. If you, if you win Nano, they have like a bunch of discounts and clothing and really awesome stuff. But the main thing is, I guess, the bragging rights, yeah? Yeah, and they, they usually have every year a themed like, yes. set of social media things that you can put up saying that you're going to do it. And then there's ones for when you've actually won it. Yeah, and there's T-shirts every year and some other types of swag, so cups and different pens. Yeah, they've got some cool swag. Sort of yeah. yeah, so I've got, um, yeah, thanks for reminding me because I've actually already put up the social media for this year. Twitter and Pinterest, I think it is, where I've got the images up there, which is the 2020 recognition of taking part in NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo, you can find it at uh, nanowrimo.org. so it's N-A-N-O-W-R-I-M-O.org. Uh, and you can join up there and take part in NaNoWriMo. starts on November 1st. Uh, but having said that, we're about to go into what they call um, Preptober. So during the month of October, it's all about preparing to do NaNoWriMo in November. So the traditional way of doing it, so there's NaNoRebel, which mm-hmm. deviate from the traditional NaNoPath. Uh, and work on something they've already been working on. But the traditional nano way is to work on something completely new. You can outline and organise everything, but you're not supposed to have written a word of the story before the moment it switches over to 12.01 on the 1st of November. And there are, are a lot of people that will write at 12 o'clock. That as soon as midnight clicks over, they will start writing and try and get, like, a bulk amount ahead. <laughs> That's cool. That, some people are. I've seen people trying to do 50,000 words in the first day, the first week. So there are some crazy challenges. The forums are really good on the website for um, suggestions. So people put up, you know, suggestions, silly stuff like, you know, put a shovel in your story and just random stuff that's supposed to help you trigger thoughts if you're having, like, if you're stuck. Yeah, so it's 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 it is a community of writers across the entire planet coming together for that one month to not only achieve the goal themselves, but to help other people achieve the goal as well. And it's a very supportive environment. It's about doing the thing, getting it done, but it's it's doing it together as well. So it's kind of it's very unique in that respect. Yeah, it's a very supportive community. Like the challenge is only against yourself, and you're not trying to better. You know, some people do go try and better what they did word count wise previous year. But because it is just one set goal at 50,000 words in 30 days, I've always found it to be an amazingly supportive community. And it's cool too because it breaks it down for you. So instead of going in and going, I've got to do 50,000 words this month, you go in, you actually set your goal, and it will come back and say, okay, if you want to achieve 50,000 words in a month, then you need to write this many words today. Um, if you get a little bit behind, it will it will recalculate it and it will always tell you how many words per day you need to do on average up to the end of the month to still achieve the goal. So it kind of keeps you on target by making sure you're aware of where you're at. Uh, so it's got, yeah, it's got some really cool tools in there too. Mm-hmm. No, it's really good. The website 
there are a lot of tools on the website for tracking your project. You can upload your project, your cover, the description, and the current word count as you go through November on there. And there's graphs oh, and that you, just show you oh, what you, you know, where you're up to across the course of the month. And you get, I'm sorry, I was really excited about this. I couldn't wait. You get badges, which is kind of like stickers, but online. <laughs> yeah, there are there are there are badges that you can get automatically every time you hit certain word counts, and there are ones that you can claim yourself. I've claimed the planter one because I'm a planter, so I plan and then I pants. Yeah, I've done the same. I've jumped on on the website and claimed a few badges. I got the planter one. I got the lockdown one. There's ones about um. Writing, I think there's ones that it's like writing overnight and yep. writing, doing like uh, attending one of the meetups in the different cities. I know um, there's um partway through the month there is the the oh, what is it called? It's the night of manuscripting madly, and it is an yep. overnight writing session. And yes. I think that they go to as a library. Yeah. I've heard of people going to like the pancake parlor, which is yep. open 24 hours and writing there. So, yeah, it's crazy. Well, yeah, if there's, if there's something going on like that around us and we're back out of lockdown, um, yeah. if you're keen, I'm keen. If yeah, not, we'll I, just do I, our own. <laughs> I 100% want to do one of the um the, the, the pancake parlour ones one yeah. day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. let's even do it. You know what? Even if it's just us two, we'll do an overnight one and we'll record some podcasts. Definitely, 100%. So, like we mentioned, that that the NaNoWriMo code kind of happens in two parts. So you've got the October, which is Preptober, and then you've got NaNoWriMo during November. So during Preptober, what we're going to be doing is we're doing our normal weekly podcast, um, but we're actually going to theme it specifically for Preptober. So what that means is during the four, the, the four weeks where we're going to have um, themed episodes, we're going to be working through the processes getting ready and, and preparing for NaNoWriMo. Now, we're actually using the preparation outline, I guess, that's available on NaNoWriMo, which means that you can actually do it along with us and that and do it along with NaNoWriMo as well. So the four areas that we're going to cover is getting solid on a story idea, which will have to be first because we'll need to work out what we're going to write. Um, then we're going to look at characters and worlds, one week of plot and planning. And then the final week, we're going to do self-management. That's all going to be about organisation and time management in preparation for basically looking at, okay, this is what I want to achieve. This is what, you know, what we're going to do. How do we make that happen? How do we make the time to, to do this? And how many words do we need to do a day? And What do we need to do to achieve it? Um, so that's what's coming your way in uh, October, also known as Preptober. Yeah, so for November, we're going to keep up with our normal weekly episodes. Um, but they will only be about NaNoWriMo because our entire lives will be about NaNoWriMo in November. <laughs> yep. Nothing exists outside that. I'm sorry, family. I'm sorry, job. I'm sorry, uni. So uni, yeah. No, <laughs> everything is on the back seat. I have assignment due in November, so I'm actually using Preptober to get that done before November to try and just have a clean slate. So our weekly episodes will cover things like, like we'll update like where we are in our story, mm -hmm. any sort of plot troubleshooting, any life challenges um, and any character epiphanies that we've had. So anything that's come up that's thrown the plot and our stories for just a major loop because it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, potentially new series popping up. God, I'm really worried about that happening. 
yeah, just suddenly, you know, what we thought was a, a very handleable 50,000 word book. Six book, 12 muscle books later. Yes. <laughs> It'll happen. It's a matter of when. And, and then just anything else that comes up, you know, that we need to chat about in the normal uh, weekly episode. In addition, we're going to be doing daily check-ins. So in the daily podcast, we're looking at just having five or ten minutes where we each catch up what we're up to and what we've done over the day. So looking at a word count update and probably stuff like any story speed bumps that we've had where we've run into any problems or any areas where it's actually just shone across the day. Sometimes you get into a really good writing session and it just flows really well. Not like words. Not like today. Today is the anti-word. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're looking forward to doing in November. It's a nice catch-up every day to um check check in where we're up to because it's, it can be really easy to fall behind by a lot if you miss a couple of days. Absolutely. So we've both done NaNoWriMo in the past. Um, NaNoWriMo, the official NaNoWriMo is in November, um, which is aiming for 50,000 words. That's your standard nano. Uh, and then in April and July, I think it is, um, there is Camp Nano, which is it's kind of like you, you set your own target. It's a little bit more relaxed, but it's still, you know, setting a target and then going for it for a month. So I've participated in both these these things. Um, and I, I think you've done it. You've done it a few times, haven't you, Christy? Or? I have to varying amounts of success. Yeah, my, my success wasn't very greatly. I, I've won Nano once. <laughs> I did a Death Wish Foundation in 2019 and I smashed that out in like, uh, I don't know, 10 days or something ridiculous like that. I don't expect to do that this year. <laughs> but it was, it was yeah, it was intense and it was awesome. And I probably signed up maybe three or four times and apart from last year, I haven't gone through with it. So but yeah, I won. I won once, and it was it was really cool because it was one of my things was to in in my little apocalypse of things that I wanted to before you know the zombie apocalypse. It's 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 a thing. Go with it. Um, <laughs> one of my things <laughs> is is was I should say to win NaNoWriMo, and I did it, so I've got to tick that off. I was very happy about that. Um, but it'll be good to do it again. Yeah, I think we've had very similar experiences. I've tried on and off or. Yeah, probably the better part of the last decade to like get nano, and I got it in 2017. Yeah, and that was the first time I really sort of got into dictating my books. That's when we met too, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we were when we met, and there was the writers meetup that we were both going to. Yeah, uh, and that was a really good push because we had twice weekly meetings. That was definitely a massive motivator for actually yeah. doing it. I, I I did not hit nano that year. <laughs> Not even close. The, the problem I have with the book that I wrote then is that I was dictating into Google Doc. Um, every time I dictated like a new session, I would do a new file. I did not label the files properly. Oh. I labeled them with what happened in it, not oh. like a number sequence, something useful. A lot of the text, because I was still getting used to dictation and it wasn't the best microphone. And there was a lot of background noise. A lot of it reads like absolute gibberish. Yeah. I have 50,000 words there that is not necessarily useful. So uh, I'm not game enough to try and uh, sort it out yet. But it was good. The achievement was done. I was really happy with that. Oh, I learned so much. 
about like me as a writer and what works for me. I haven't managed to do it since then, but I am determined to do it this year. Yeah, we'll both do it this year. So it's yeah. it's going to be cool. The first thing we'll be working out what we're going to do. Yeah, as yet I have I have no idea what I'm going to be working yeah. on. So Preptober is going to be very valuable. It is, it is. And I don't think, I, I haven't done Preptober before. I've usually just gone straight into it when I have done it. And that's been the biggest difference for me is actually doing the preparation work and, and planning for it. So so I think this year, yeah, doing Preptober, I, it's going to put me in a really good position to be able to do it. And having said that, I've got a few series on the run. So although I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet, I've definitely got plenty of options. <laughs> Now, I'm tempted because of having the familiarity and the outline part of it. I'm tempted to do something that I'm already familiar with rather mm. than a completely new story. There's something that's been banging around in my mind for a while, but I'm just not sure what yet. Yeah, the problem is if you go with a completely new story, you and I both know, either of us, if we go with a completely new story, we'll come out the other end with another series. Yeah. We can't do single stories anymore. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be tempted to do because I'm doing the Escape from Sherwood project for university and I'm writing the script for that, I am tempted to do that as a novel for NaNoWriMo. That could be fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how much that that would count as, like, cheating NaNo because I've already written some of the dialogue for it. Potentially, I could do the second book in that series yeah. as well. It's a, it's a two-book series, so I could always work on the second one. Two books at this stage. I'm determined. I've already organised the covers with two books. Nice. <laughs> Love it. But it'll be but, it'll be good next week though to kind of talk about that and back and forward it and kind yeah. of get really clear on what we're gonna do. So yeah, exactly. Maybe. I don't want to take on anything too challenging. I want to yeah. make it as easy for myself as possible to succeed. Well, that's what I did last year with Death Wish Foundation. That's why I could do it so easily. Is it wasn't. I mean, it was it was just a fun little thing. Um, yeah, sure, it turned into a series, but. <laughs> But it was, it was a, yeah, but it was like it was super fun, and it ended up being I think sixty thousand words, so it wasn't actually much longer than the you know the target, so it was, it was quite good. I know that you've utilized, or I, I feel like anyway that you've utilized the nano support more than me. So, and you kind of mentioned a little bit about it before. So, what what can you say a little bit more in regard to the nano kind of supportive communities and groups, etc. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, communities that are set up through NaNoWriMo. They are sorted by location. So there's uh, municipal liaisons and they're just in charge. There you go to. They're the ones who organise the meetups and run them. It's completely volunteer. It's, these people do it because they love it and they feel so strongly about the NaNoWriMo process. So it looks like mm-hmm. Melbourne specifically is not going to be doing meetups. Yeah. That's completely understandable. But they're, they're doing online meetups, so they're still doing them. Yeah. They're just not doing them physically yet. So yeah, they arrange official nano events. Uh, there's also a lot of Facebook groups that pop up around mm. that time, which are as well. There is ones like by location, so like you can find a local group, but also there's a lot of ones by genre, so you can find specifically people that are writing fantasy novels or people that are writing suspense books for NaNoWriMo, and you can get in with people who are working on the same sort of thing. So. That helps with, um, you know, if you're rabbiting on about your story, people have an idea about what you're talking about and the sort of structure of the book that you are writing. So it helps a lot. 
yeah, definitely get some kind of support, whether it's nano groups, Facebook groups, both. Now, what we've done as well is we actually have created a group on NaNoWriMo, uh, which is called the Character Collective. Now, we can only take 10 people in it, though. So <laughs> so it will, it will be a very small group. But uh, if you do want to get involved in that, if you want to come play with us specifically and you want to do nano, I'm not sure if, if we have to invite you or if you can just add us. But, you know, if you can just add us, it's the Character Collective. I'm on under there as PJ Silver. Christy's mm-hmm. under there as Christy Westaway. She doesn't like to confuse people like I do. Um <laughs> But, yeah, you can email us as well at um, character.collective.podcast at gmail.com uh, and we can send you an invite through. So if we've still got places, then, yeah, come come join us, come play. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to get on in the daily podcast every now and then, 100%. Yeah. Do the yeah. thing. Um, yeah, have, have a support, some at least someone. Yeah. Uh, warn the people that you live with what you're doing and that you need yes. quiet time to do it. If you are in America, go and get that discount Halloween candy on the 1st of November. <laughs> Stock up. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, give yourself a reward. You know, write a thousand words, have candy, whatever it takes. Which of your characters is the most likely to have the most piercings? The most piercing Spence. That was that was that was easy. Sorry, I didn't even give you a chance to That's guess. Okay. I, would, I don't even know who I would have guessed for that one. Yeah, no, Spence is is really, really easy because he does. So Spence has got earrings like he's got the earrings, he's got the he's got like two eyebrow rings on one side, he's got like the um the what do you call the nose one? Um Septon, ah, yep. Um, he's got nipple piercings. He, I, I don't know if he's got anything going on downstairs, but it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> like he's, he's tattooed and pierced like to the hilt. So that one was super easy. Yeah. Do you want to have a go at guessing mine? I'm going to. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to say I got this one really quickly, and I don't think you're going to get it um, mm. because it's not some one I talk about often, if at all. Oh, okay. It came out very clearly. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to guess. I feel like whatever I say, I'm going to get it wrong anyway. So. Yeah, it's kind of a trick question because I don't even know if I've told you details about this person. All right. I'm going to go. Oh, shit. What's his name? All right. Here's a hint. I don't know their name. Oh. It's such a background character. I don't know. Okay, then I'm definitely not going to know. You're not going to get it. No. No. Unless you just answer Lee to everything. (laughs) Lee was the first one I thought of, actually. I was like, I can imagine Lee has a few hidden piercings. (laughs) He would, and that's very specific. Lee has hidden piercings because he's a model. Mm -hmm, Exactly. All of his piercings. Okay, he's got one piercing, I'm told, and you can only see it if you're in his room. Oh, so you can only see yeah. it if you're a certain um, person. Yep, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or yeah. PJ, because I'm sure PJ's going to Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was shown PJ. He's, actually, he's not shy. He will very happily show anyone that wants to see it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but because of the whole modelling thing, he's like, well, I had to have it somewhere that you couldn't see it, and I model underwear. Yep. So, okay, cool. I think you can. So there is only one place left, it. really. 
Mm-hmm. So he's clearly tasting his butthole. Yes, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Now, okay. who is it? Give me okay. this new character and see if they start fucking with your brain. Uh, probably not. They are a background character. Yeah. It's in the Chaos Divide world. So in okay. the Feylands, in there, there is a tribe of were foxes. Ooh. I guess. Is that what you call them? But yeah. Um, part fox spirit, part, you know, fae. Um, and they are very much tribal sort of group. Wayland so just sat up very, very tall. I've shown, I've shown you pictures of them before and I'm pretty sure Wayland mm. was very awake yeah. then as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they all have piercings. But uh, And I actually only got this, I want to say yesterday or the day before. So this is interesting that's come up now. Um, the leader mm-hmm. of that tribe. Mm. Obviously, has the most elaborate piercings, but you know when they stretch their earlobes, yes, when they can, they have. Uh, I don't even know what they're called. I haven't researched it, but holes in the earlobes, and you can put different things like plugs in there. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, I saw a picture of one of those, but it had a little ladybug on the inside of it, oh. and I immediately thought of this guy. So yeah, he's okay. the most likely to have the most piercings. It's a very very okay. tribal group. But we don't know his name. I don't know his name. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So could be explored later. Hey, thanks for joining us for the Character Collective. Hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions, suggestions, feedback, or fan fiction or fan art, email us at character.collective.podcast at gmail.com. Or if you're using Anchor, send us a message directly. And we'll have new episodes coming out every Wednesday. So before you go, do make sure that you click for notifications. If you're on Spotify, follow on Anchor, click favorite, whatever it is on your platform, do the thing. Also, don't forget to share this with your writer and reader friends. So don't forget to tune in, follow, share, and we'll meet you back here next week. Right, let's do this. Started for a real recording, that was like fine. Oh, you're getting to work now, are you? Don't judge us, Anchor. Doesn't have to rhyme. It's not poetry. I spiked my frappe before. I don't have a frappe or a spike. Oh, I'm totally not tired. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly called it glory hole. <laughs> I couldn't think of the right word to explain what I meant. And my brain's like, is this it? I'm like, no. I wasn't meant it at all. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no,